Why is it that we are waiting so long for the Bruins to play their second game after waiting so long for the Bruins to play their season opener? Well, the simple answer is the back half of the Boston Bruins schedule this season is very heavy. And we're going to take a quick look at their schedule today, as well as uh, the first edition of the Atlantic Division Power Rankings here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Bruins is free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Bruins. So please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds free to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, If you would also be able to take a moment to rate and review, especially if you're an Apple user, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at uh, LockedNHLBruins, same on Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes and hockey tweets at ENC McLaren, which I just popped up here on the YouTube feed. Uh, like I mentioned today on the podcast, we're going to look at the Bruins' ridiculously light schedule to begin the season and then see how that corrects itself later on. Uh, we're going to take a very early look at the Atlantic Division Power Rankings and then uh, some news and notes from around the NHL, including a message on Instagram from Kristen Hayes in light of the revelation of how uh, her late husband, Jimmy, former Bruin, Blackhawk, Devil, uh, Panther, uh, uh, how he passed away. Uh, But first, yeah, Bruin schedule. We waited four or five days for Boston to play their first game against the Dallas Stars, a 3-1 victory. And here we are again, three days later, Still waiting another day for the Bruins to play. They're back in action tomorrow night in Philadelphia on uh, the TNT broadcast. So I looked at the uh, month-by-month breakdown, and it gets pretty heavy in 2022. So the Bruins play only seven games here in October. Uh, In November, they play 12 games, and there's a five-day stretch in there where they're off. They play... Uh, Sunday, November 14th against the Montreal Canadiens. That's after playing uh, Saturday the 13th, a matinee in New Jersey. And then they're off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Don't play again until Saturday the 20th in Philadelphia. And then it's a back-to-back that weekend as well. Uh, They're Philadelphia on the Saturday, back home to play Calgary on the Sunday. So that's pretty dumb. If we look at December, the Bruins play 13 games. Of course, there is the holiday break in there, which, uh, you know, changes things. Uh, Hockey, sorry, Christmas is on 
a Saturday this year. Uh, there's no games traditionally on Christmas Day around the NHL, so it'll be a rare Saturday night off. Uh, and the Bruins uh, finish off before the holidays home game against the Colorado Avalanche. It's uh, not a bad month, all things considered. There's a Western Canadian road trip in there, uh, the 8th, 9th, and 11th in Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. Uh, but overall, December is pretty much the most normal month for the Boston Bruins. From there, it gets a little nutty. January, the Bruins play 16 games. If you recall from your school days, there are 31 days in the month of January. They begin with a New Year's Day home game against the Buffalo Sabres and conclude on January 30th in Dallas. So 16 games in 30 days, uh, including a few um no, only one back-to-back in that. So they're pretty well spaced out, but there's um in Montreal and then versus Philadelphia back-to-back in there. Uh, so that is going to be a jam-packed month. Why is it so jam-packed? Well, February, very light. There is, of course, a scheduled Olympic break in there. Uh, Boston is scheduled to play the expansion Seattle Kraken on Tuesday, February 1st. And then they don't play again until February 24th in Seattle. Uh, An interesting bookend to the Olympic break, playing both games against the expansion franchise uh, with, you know, over three weeks off in between those two. And from there, things get pretty crazy. I said they start back from the Olympics in Seattle, uh, and then they continue on the West Coast, which might be a bit of a benefit for guys that are going to the Olympics, uh, a bit of a lesser, you know, uh, what do you want to call it? Jet lag coming back from China. They get to play on the West coast instead of coming all the way back to the Eastern time zone to play in Seattle, San Jose, LA, Anaheim, Vegas, and then Columbus on March 5th before returning home to play against the Los Angeles Kings on March 7th. 15 games in March, and then 15 games in April to finish the season. Uh, And the season ends on a back-to-back against Buffalo and then in Toronto. So, yeah, pretty crazy schedule for the Boston Bruins. Again, pretty light when it comes to games in uh, the first couple months of the season. Starts to look a bit more normal in December, but then the... Uh, Olympic break kind of pushes things out and makes it for a very busy January, very busy um, March and April. The Bruins will play uh, 34, 50 of their 82 games in 2022, uh, which, you know, there's four months, so it makes sense that it's uh, backloaded, but still, you would have been nice to have a few more games in October and November to kind of balance things out. Uh, you know, the Bruins have only played the one game. Toronto in their division has already played four games, as have the Rangers. Uh, the Seattle Kraken have played four games. Only the Sharks and the Bruins and the New Jersey Devils have played one game to date. Uh, so, yeah, 
it's gonna, definitely going to be interesting down the stretch as uh, we try to um, monitor this team and see how they fare with uh, such a compressed and busy schedule. Not to say when the games matter most because every point counts. You want to pick up points on this light side of the schedule for sure. They're going to be well-rested, a lot of practice, and uh, hopefully they can keep things going here against Philadelphia tomorrow night, which we will preview on uh, tomorrow's podcast. Bet Online is the number one spot to get all your betting action in. They have a new updated uh, interface a new updated desktop or mobile website, and you can sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Use promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus at bet online where the game starts. If you're looking for a great way to streamline all your streaming services, uh, look no further than direct stream. It's a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct Stream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Uh, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit Rock Auto and tell them Locked On sent you. And let's now get into the Atlantic Division power rankings. It's very early on, uh, not much sample size in the way of, yeah, games to go on, advanced stats. We're going to kind of take a surface look at the power rankings this week. And then hopefully next week, the plan is to have someone on the podcast to introduce to us some of the more advanced stats that uh, tell us uh, more about team success or projected team success down the road. But right now, we're just going to look at the raw numbers, Uh, not points per se, because the games played is so skewed. Point percentage is really what I look at throughout the whole season, who has done the most with uh, the games that they have on their schedule. I look at goal differential as well. That's a pretty big indicator. And uh, yeah, goals for, goals against, pretty simple. That's uh, how hockey works on the uh, most simplest uh, terms. So let's begin at the bottom and work our way up. The Montreal Canadiens, clearly the eighth team in the division at the moment. They have gone 0-3-0 to begin the season. They have a minus 7 goal differential. They've only scored 3 goals. Two of them have come off the stick of Jonathan Drouin, which is a pretty cool story. After he took a break uh, with some anxiety um, last season. But really nothing uh, going very well for the team that went to the Stanley Cup Final last season. Uh, Carey Price 
is out. Uh, he's in the NHL's player assistance program. Shea Weber is not playing this season due to a bunch of injuries. Uh, they lost Philip Deneau in free agency. Uh, we all know Kasperi Kotkaniemi signed that offer sheet in Carolina. Uh, there are some good pieces in Montreal. Nick Suzuki, I love. Um, Christian Dvorak was a Bruins target. He's fitting in well there. Uh, but yeah, looks like the Canadians will not be able to replicate their somewhat of a Cinderella story from last season. And three regulation losses to begin the year is uh, is pretty tough for sure. Next up, uh, you know, every other team has a winning record. So it's kind of hard to differentiate at the moment. But I'm actually going to put the, the Tampa Bay Lightning in seventh right now for a couple of reasons. Uh, they're two and one through uh, three games. So that's a winning record, four points, 667 point percentage. However, they have a minus two goal differential, one of the only uh, two teams in the division to be in the red when it comes to goal differential. And they have apparently lost uh, Nikita Kucherov for an indefinite period of time. He injured himself in a previous game and he will be out for a while, apparently. Uh, not quite sure yet if he'll require surgery, uh, but kind of reminiscent of last season. He could be on the shelf for a while, and miracle of miracles, he's back for uh, the playoffs. If they are uh, putting him on LTIR, then they could add some uh, pretty big names via trade if they wanted to. I talked yesterday about Phil Kessel being available. He's not a Kucherov replacement per se, but he can still put the puck in the net. Um, so I'm putting them in seventh for those two reasons. Not an ideal start for the defending Stanley Cup champions. Next up, I'm going to put the Ottawa Senators. They're a surprising two and one to begin the season. Uh, they beat the Stars the other night. They've beaten the Maple Leafs. Uh, they have a, a even zero goal differential, seven four, seven against, and they're expecting uh, Brady Kachuk to make his season debut on Thursday against the San Jose Sharks after the uh, probably future team captain uh, missed the first few games as his contract uh, was getting resolved with the team. So the Senators, I'm putting in sixth. Let's put the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in uh, in fifth, shall we? They're 2-1-1 one, one to begin the season. They've played uh, four games uh two wins two losses including last night's overtime loss at the hands of the uh, new york rangers a 625 save uh, sorry point percentage which is actually uh only better than the montreal canadians tampa bay is at 667 as is ottawa uh their goal differential only plus one at the moment eight goals for seven against uh so i'm putting them in fifth for the moment so a couple surprises in the top four, as you can tell by a process of elimination, beginning with the Detroit Red Wings. They've only played two games. Uh, they're 1-0-1 uh, for a 750 point percentage. They've taken three of an available four points. Uh, they have a plus one goal differential, and they've been uh, pretty impressive, really. Uh, they have some uh, nice pieces in place as Steve Eiserman continues the rebuild in Detroit. Moritz Sider looks like the real deal. Uh, Philip Zadina finally starting to uh, 
burst out onto the scene as a former lottery pick. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, you know, much was made of his decision not to get vaccinated. He's going to miss a bunch of games this season, but he had a four-goal game to begin the season. And uh, the Red Wings look like they'll be somewhat competitive, at least, in the Atlantic Division. And third, I'm going to put our Boston Bruins. They've only played the one game, as we talked about. Uh, they're 1-0-0. Perfect uh, 100 point percentage, uh, plus two goal differential. And uh, yeah, it's going to take a little bit more to get a feel for how good this team can be. But as far as season openers go, uh, theirs was was pretty good. And, and that plus two goal differential uh, puts them a bit behind the top two teams uh, one of which is quite surprising in the Buffalo Sabres. They've played two games. They're 2-0-0, perfect point percentage, uh, seven goals, four, only two goals against, which is uh, second only to uh, the Bruins in terms of goals against. Uh, the Bruins have only allowed one. They've allowed two in two games, uh, and they have a plus five goal differential. Do not expect the Sabres to remain in the top two, let alone top four, five, six, seven. Uh, but for the time being, uh, a nice little start for uh, a team and a fan base that has been through a lot and still looking to resolve the Jack Eichel situation. In first place, uh, a team that I think could stick here all season long is the Florida Panthers. They're off to a perfect 2-0-0 start. Uh, they have scored 10 goals. They've given up only five plus five goal differential. And uh, yeah, from the forwards to the blue line, Sergei Bobrovsky and net complemented by Spencer Knight. Uh, this team, I think, could be uh, the class of the Atlantic, especially if Kucherov is out for some time. Uh, they're very deep. Uh, they're very well coached. Uh, they're very good defensively as well. And I think the Florida Panthers are, are certainly the real deal and uh, could be the team to catch all season long. So let's recap here, shall we? Got the Canadians in eighth, Tampa Bay in seventh, uh, the Leafs in sixth, then the Senators, uh, Red Wings, Bruins, Sabres, and Florida Panthers. Let me know if you agree or disagree with these rankings. Hit me up at ENC McLaren or at Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter uh, with your opinions. Or if you're on watching on YouTube, drop a comment in there as well. I mentioned this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, and they are a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models out there, it's almost impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the brand, that their warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer, you have access to Rock Auto in your pocket through your phone. Visit rockauto.com today and save time and money. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer. Their catalog is easy to navigate and they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, uh, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy to use website to find the solution to your auto parts needs today. Again, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection. 
Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And for your second listen, I recommend checking out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. So check that out today and get the upper hand in your league. I spoke yesterday about uh, the cause of Jimmy Hayes' death being revealed as, uh, you know, having cocaine, fentanyl in his system. And scrolling through Instagram last night, I saw a message posted by his wife, uh, Kristen, uh, at raising underscore Hayes. And uh, she wrote the following, though we are shocked and heartbroken beyond words, I choose to remember my husband and the boy's father by the enormous love and joy he brought us and so many others. This battle does not define him. And I will still tell my boys every day to hashtag be like Jimmy. Jimmy touched so many lives while he was here by living so generously and open-heartedly. And I hope his story can continue to make a positive impact especially for anyone struggling with the grips of substance abuse. I sincerely appreciate all the support that has been shown to our family during this difficult time. We love you, Dada. Just a incredibly uh, sad story for, for that family. My heart goes out to them, and we continue to send uh, so much love to uh, Kristen, those boys, and uh, Jimmy's family and uh, friends. What else is going on around the NHL? I mentioned uh, Nikita Kucherov being sidelined for an extended period of time with a lower body injury. Uh, Suffered during Saturday's game against the Capitals. We might know more about that today. Another star player uh, sidelined, but due to ongoing positive uh, COVID-19 tests. Uh, First of all, Jets captain Blake Wheeler entered the league's COVID protocol. He may or may not be able to play tonight against the Minnesota Wild. That's a, a hockey rivalry to keep an eye on this season. Nathan McKinnon will be joining his teammates in Washington following a negative COVID test. He's been sidelined nearly a week after testing positive twice, so he could be in the lineup uh, beginning tonight. Um Former NHL winger Ilya Kovalchuk was named the general manager for the Russian Olympic Committee's men's hockey team at the 2022 Winter Olympics. Uh, Former Bruin Sergei Gonchar and then uh, Sergei Fedorov, Evgeny Nabokov will serve as uh, coaches for the team. So a lot of former NHLers uh, are going to be, yeah, helping out with that Russian team defending champion Russians. Although there, uh, the 2018 Olympics, they were Olympic athletes from Russia. And then, of course, one of the big stories yesterday was Evander Kane being suspended 21 games for uh, presenting a fake COVID-19 vaccination card to the San Jose Sharks. Could be the final straw in his uh, career in San Jose. Uh, going to be very difficult to get out of the three years of his contract. Uh, but I don't know if uh, 
he's going to be welcomed back with open arms after putting potentially his his teammates, staff, and the opposition at risk of um, you know COVID exposure by submitting a fake card. Uh, Dylan Strom remains a healthy scratch for the Chicago Blackhawks. Very annoying to me as a guy who has him in a keeper salary cap uh, fantasy league. Uh, Chris, sorry, Charlie Rumiliotis reports the Blackhawks don't seem to be giving him the same opportunity everybody else is getting and wonders if his opportunity will come with another team. Uh, Bruce Garriock of the Ottawa Sun reported the Blackhawks have been trying to trade Strom and Ottawa studied this option in the summer, but it feels like that ship has sailed. Uh, senators aren't likely to give him a chance. They'd be a good spot since they have so much cap space and could use all the help they can get. Uh, but for the time being, he remains in Chicago again, could have been a guy the Bruins would be interested in, uh, were it not for Charlie Coyle, uh, stepping up to be the second line center and Jack Sadnika looking so good. Uh, but it could be a situation where they just try to get as much center depth as possible, but that $3 million cap hit may be a bit prohibitive. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of Lockdown Boston Bruins. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you're all off to a good week so far. Last night, I was finally able to watch the uh, season premiere of Succession, which is probably my favorite show on TV right now. Uh, Very entertaining, and I just can't get enough of it. Um, I've also been watching Made on Netflix, uh, which I think I mentioned on the podcast already, but very much worth checking out. And it really reminds me that we never really know what someone else is going through and uh, to be kind uh, just in general uh, because yeah, you never know how someone's day is going, what kind of difficulties they're facing. And uh, it's just good to err on the side of kindness and not exacerbate potential uh, struggles that, that people are going through. Um, So yeah. That's uh, my final message of the day. Please do have a great Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow to preview tomorrow night's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, thank you so much for listening again. Please subscribe if you haven't already on YouTube, in your podcast feeds. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Ruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.